Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast, where we unleash the power of the ADHD entrepreneurial mind. I'm Kerry Fitzgibbon. Ladies, let's turn your superpower into success. Hey, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about some misguided tips that the experts tell you out there that you should do as an ADHD business owner, that if you did them, they are going to be detrimental to your business. And you may have heard of some of these. And if you have heard, make sure you leave a comment and tell me that, you know, if you've been told this information as well. Now I've got 10 of them for you. Misguided tips that we're told as ADHD business owners that we should do to build our businesses to six or seven figures or even to get a business off the ground. And it really, really irks me when I hear these things. And the reason why it irks me is I believe the people that are telling you this stuff don't actually have ADHD themselves. They have they, they have their information from research, perhaps, but not with ADHDs. From you know, um, not not real life experience in it, which is what I've had, and I've spoken to heaps of other ADHDs and whatever else. And this is how I've built my six or seven figure, uh, my several seven figure businesses, uh, actually avoiding the stuff that they tell you to do. So let me start with the first one, right? So we're told as ADHD business uh, entrepreneurs, you really should get a business mentor to help you with your long-term planning. <laughs> long-term planning. Let's face it, as ADHDers, we don't have long-term planning, right? We don't. We think in the moment. We're after the dopamine hit right now. Someone talks about six months down the time, a year down the time. What's your five-year goal? We don't have a five-year goal. We have a right-now goal. Right now, we want to make money. Right now, we want our dopamine hit. Right now, we want our business to succeed. We don't think about what's the future of it. Many of us, you know, there are obviously exceptions to the rules. So get a business mentor. They're going to help you with your long-term planning. If you go down that road and do that, you are going to waste your money possibly uh, and get absolutely bored, feel overwhelmed, and it's actually going to be detrimental because the business mentor won't understand unless they're an ADHD themselves, and then they probably won't take you down this long-term planning stuff. They won't understand that you won't do it, right? Simple as that. So usually with a business mentor, you'll have a meeting with them and they'll go, all right, let's work out your long-term planning. And, you know, you've got to go away and do some homework. And you'll go, I'm not doing it. Simple as that. And you won't. You'll have all great intentions to do it, but let's face it, you won't. So it will be detrimental because then you won't move forward and you'll feel, uh, you know, you'll feel inferior. Um, you'll have all those self-doubts and then you might start thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Here's the solution to that. Instead, build a business that makes money in the first 30 days. Get your dopamine hit really, really early on in your business. As an ADHD entrepreneur, you need to look at selling your product or service before you build it. And there's lots and lots of strategies in, 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 in which you can do that. And I teach a few of them myself. But you want to make sure that you get the dopamine hit very, very early on. Okay, so that's the first solution to it. Instead of, you know, doing the long-term planning, make sure you build a business that makes you money in the first 30 days, get that dopamine hit straight away. Okay, so let's move on to the second thing that we're told. Get a system or a template that takes you through steps, often very, very complex, right? So I see a lot of uh, coaches and mentors out there with this 20-step funnel and you've got to build out this business 
funnel and it's like 20 steps and whatnot and you've got to jump through this hoop and that hoop and, and whatever else. And it is really, really overwhelming. It's actually designed for us ADHDers to fail because we'll jump into it and we'll go, oh, I'm not even sure what to do with this first system or template. I don't, I, that's no fun for me at all. I will stop. And then you'll give up. <laughs> it, it happens. So instead, use a simple system. A simple system that gives you wins every step along the way. A step-by-step, step, you know, the first system in, 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 in whatever I do is I say, hey, listen, you know, list out a, 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 a ideas of businesses that you want to do and things that you're passionate about. Let's set up a Facebook page on that thing and let's put a video out. That's the first part of this. It's very, very simple. None of these multi-step stuff that, you know, you before you even have a win, you've gone through, you know, weeks and weeks or may, months or six months or so of this complex thing, right? So make sure that you use a simple system that gives you wins along the way so you have those little dopamine hits at every little step. So it keeps you going. So the third thing that we're told is, oh, this one is a personal pet hate for me. I, I'm sure you'll relate to this. Okay. Buy a time management app or buy some planning apps. Yes, it's well-meaning. We are not great at time management. We don't plan all that well, but why not work on the strengths of, of that and, and live in the moment of um, not overcomplicating things, keeping things nice and simple, right? If you, you know, if you have a small, simple steps, one of the things that I, I've tried them, I've tried them myself, I've bought time management apps, I've bought planning apps, I jump into them and I'm like, I just, it gives me so much overwhelm, it gives me so much stress, it makes me feel like there was something wrong with me because I can't do them, okay? And I know other ADHDers are out there as well and you'll feel the same thing. So give yourself some grace here. Don't worry about them. Don't get your time management app. Don't get your planning app. Instead, don't overcomplicate things. Keep things nice and simple. And remember, if you're building a business and you can get it money, making money in, in 30 days or, or, or less, then um, you've got to be more motivated to spend more time on it as well. So another misguided bit of information that we're told as ADHD business owners, and it might work for, you know, your neurotypical business owner, learn a prioritizing system to help with decision making. So prioritize certain things to help with decision making. How's that working for you? Because it certainly doesn't work for me. Because if I have to prioritize things in an order that they're meant to go, like, so for instance, if you're starting a business, you know, again, they'll say, you know, do your business plan. Well, if I did that, I wouldn't even get a business off the ground. Instead, what you want to do as an ADHD business owner is, again, do something you love. Prioritize things that you love to do, but that make you money as soon as you get up. So I have this method. It's called you know, basically making money before breakfast method. Okay. What it is, is when I get up in the morning, um, I'll do something I love, like going running. I love running, right? When I'm sitting down to do my work day, I do something that will make money in my business straight away. It's the first thing I do. Something, whether it be an email out to my list, whether it be running an ad, uh, whether it be calling a client. I don't really like calling clients, to be honest, but, you know, sometimes we have to do it. It's something that will make money at the start of the day. 
I gave myself a challenge a few years ago, make $10,000 before breakfast, right? I don't hit it all the time, but my aim is do something that will make you $10,000 before breakfast, right? But start out small. If you're starting a business, it might be do something that's going to make you $10 before, before breakfast. But do that first and then everything else, you know, can follow on after that. Because what will happen if you're trying to prioritise things and you do your little to-do list and that, how many times do you cross off Monday and put Tuesday on your to-do list? Um, you know, I've got things on my to-do list that are still from a month or two ago that will never get crossed off, but I do my money-making action before breakfast. The fifth thing we're told, and I know there's different types of ADHD, and I know that there's people out there that have the anxious type and are more um, have more anxiety, which is a comorbidity of ADHD. I'm a hyperactive. I'm a, a hyperactive, a little bit of that lack of focus, brain goes a million miles an hour. So I'm kind of, you know, you, you're complete sort of in the middle type of person. My daughter has more anxiety. So, but what we don't realise, and I guess I probably don't realise myself, is that there is probably stress and anxiety happening. And people will tell you, okay, well, why don't you do some stress and anxiety management techniques? The number of people that have said to me, oh, you should be meditating. Oh, you definitely need to meditate. As an AD, oh, definitely meditation is going to help. Yes, it might help. Honestly, I know for some ADHDers, meditation helps. I can't meditate. I've tried, you know, hey, sit there and the more you do it, the better it gets. No, the squirrel in my head, the voices in my head when I'm laying there trying to meditate, um, you know, it doesn't stop. It's like, oh, am I doing this properly? I'm not meant to be thinking, oh, gosh, what? Oh, when is this going to be up? I know it's not on and on and on and on. It, it doesn't work for me. And the other thing people say is have a gratitude journal, gratitude journal, you know, be thankful of all the stuff, right? I don't know about you. I find that this advice also makes me feel bad about myself because people who can meditate, people who are okay at writing in their gratitude journals, some neurotypical people don't understand the how hard it is for us to actually use our executive functioning <laughs> to be able to do some of these simple things. We can't. And then we'll just feel really, really bad about ourselves. So instead of doing, you know, alleviating stress and anxiety through meditation and gratitude journal, do something that gives you regular dopamine hits and whatever that is for you. So often I will do now 15-minute work intervals, 15 minutes. I stop and I will do something that I love to do. Uh, so, you know, I might jump up and down, run around the house, put some music on, dance, call a friend, uh, scroll through. So whatever's going to give me the dopamine hit. And surround yourself, actually, to be honest, Surround yourself with other ADHD women as well because we can easily talk through the stuff. I think we are better at talking through some of the stress and anxiety and the things that we're feeling and having that uh, community that says it's okay. It's actually okay to, to be like this. So, um, you know, don't if, you, if, you, if you're feeling overwhelmed with the fact that everyone tells you you should, you know, meditate and have a gratitude journal and you can't do it, don't worry. Just give yourself some dopamine hits. Surround yourself with some ADHD women and a nice community. So the other thing we're told, number six, is we're told use a structured decision-making system. Use a it's boring even thinking about using a structured decision-making system. Like that absolutely goes against the fact that us ADHDers have the most best superpower of all. We have the best intuition, right? We can see someone, we can feel things way before they happen. We can meet someone and we can know all about them 
way before they even tell us about themselves. Your intuition is really, really strong. What we lack in the what that neurotypical people have, we make up for in some of this beautiful, beautiful, like psychic ability, ability to be able to predict things before they happen and intuition to know, know. When you start doubting your intuition, when you start doubting yourself and listening to these people saying, if you have a structured decision-making system, you will go against it'll be detrimental to your business. It'll go against absolutely everything that will make you a superpower in business. So don't do that. Trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your special quirks, and you'll do a lot better doing that instead. So number seven, we're told to build consistency and routine into your day. Build consistency and routine into your day. A routine. Do you know how many years I've been told personally um, you know, well, Kerry, you should have more routine. Uh, you should be more consistent with stuff. And I tell people, you know, certain things you've got to be consistent with. But we're not. We're actually, it's too hard. And you just get more stressed trying to do the consistency and the routine. I mean, I was told, because my children have ADHD and um, I'm meant to help them, right? An ADHD mum trying to help an ADHD child. And these people are saying to me, they've got to have routine. You've got to give them structure. You've got to give them routine. And I'm like, I can't even do that myself and that doesn't work and like and you just feel more stressed about it so give yourself a break instead actually be okay with your chaos get it to work for you and see it as an absolute strength my day is never the same right I, I I'd like to think it is but it never is but it opens up opportunities for me that if I'd had the consistency and I'd had the routine and I'd stuck to the structure and I'd had the plan and that I wouldn't have the businesses I have now. It's as simple as that. So the chaos is okay, right? Use it as your strength. That's where you get support people to come in and do all that boring consistency stuff and whatever else, okay? So be okay with chaos. Because let's face it, we're, that's what we've got most days. All right, number eight, we, we're told focus on creating more of a work-life balance. You know, you've got to have, uh, you know, make sure if you work eight hours, you've got to have eight hours of freedom and whatnot. That doesn't work for me. When you're in a hyper-focused moment, work to it. And your hyper-focus might last for a period of time. If you're trying to think about, oh, no, I need to take more time out. I need to have more work-life balance on a day-to-day on -day basis. You, you're probably going to fail. Work-life Balance usually means that everything is average, right? You know, have a certain amount of work, have a certain amount of, you know, rest and recreational life or whatever it is that you do. Instead, hyper-focus on the one aspect of your life at a time, okay? This is how it works. So if you're in that hyper-focus money-making stage, do it, do it. Give yourself three weeks or whatever. Don't even give yourself a time frame. Uh, time frame. Just go to it. Don't be thinking, "Oh, okay, I need to. I need to stop to rest right now." I, I know you can get burnout, so it can be counterintuitive. But bear with me for a second here, because you want to take time whilst you're in that hope of focus, and it might be three week blocks. This three weeks, I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to make a ton of money in this three weeks, and then I'm going to take three weeks off. That's the work-life balance we're talking about. Not on your day-to-day -to, -day to make everything balance, uh, average, but that when you're in the hyper-focused, work to it, be okay with it, create lots of money, and then treat yourself 
with your dopamine hit. So plan. So what I do is I go, right, um, I've just been a two-month holiday. I've been away for two months. I went to Thailand. I went to Bali. I went to Japan skiing with the family. I've just come back. That's too Because four months beforehand, I, you know, doubled down, hyper-focused, got other businesses up and running that were making money for me while I was on holiday relaxing. So um, hope that, you know, it's, it will work for you as well. So number nine, we're told um, by the experts out there, so you make sure you learn financial management and budgeting so you can better manage your business, okay? Now, we are, ADHDs are typically big spenders. Uh, we like to spend money and we don't think about our spending options um, because we want the dopamine hit. We want, we live in the moment, okay? And so when you're told, hey, listen, you need to go and learn how to use zero or my app and you need to, how to learn how to budget, you know, when a certain amount comes into your bank account, you need to transfer 50% over it because that needs to be for tax and this amount over here and for investing and whatever else. And your brain goes, oh, that's too hard. That, that to me, and I haven't done it and there's two sides to this. Instead of actually going out and learning itself, have enough knowledge to know, just a little bit of basic knowledge. You've you got to know, you know, how to log into your Zero or your Myob and look at stuff, right? And to be honest, the more you look at it, the more empowered you get. But you don't really need to know the budgeting. Get someone else to do it. Get a bookkeeper to do it. Get a partner who's good with the stuff that you trust. Get someone who is good at it. Good. Um, to to do that stuff for you. But be on top of it because it is can get out of hand. And number 10, we're told to learn business management skills. Business, ma I mean, that gives me hives even thinking about learning business management skills. What is a business management skill, okay? Um, the thing is, is, is that's not our life. That's not our superpower. That's not what's going to help you grow your business is learning how to manage a business. Instead, build a business that suits your lifestyle and your goals. Because what happens with that, if it suits your lifestyle and it suits your goals and you're passionate about it, guess what? You'll do it and you'll do it more and it will help you make money because you're uh, passionate about it. So that might mean you know, have support people, but do you really want staff? I have contractors rather than staff. I can't look after staff. Uh, it doesn't work for me. Maybe you need a, someone else who can. Um, but, you know, ha don't have low overheads on, on buildings and stuff like that. Um, don't, you know, get into the bureaucracy of business management skills and stuff like that. You can easily set up a business with none of that stuff and have it making money for you really, really quickly without even learning how to do this stuff. And to be honest, with an ADHD, it will be detrimental. Build something that you love, that suits your lifestyle, suits your goals, and let it run. If it gets big enough, then hire people again that can do that for you. But let, hire yourself a CEO, to be honest, a CEO or a CFO. Um, I haven't done that, but you know, I know pe people that do, um, but... If, if that gets big enough that someone needs to run it. This gives you, you know, if, you, if you're just doing things that you're passionate about, you haven't got all those overheads, you're not worrying about buying all the stuff, you know, like oh, business cards and business plans and investing in all the stuff that doesn't actually make money very, very quickly. If you're not worried about that and don't have that, then the money that you, it gives you the same amount of money in your business, but you make better profits and you have more fun and you stick to it. 
So I hope that these 10 misguided tips that you're going to hear out there, I see them, you know, business coaches on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and on YouTube talking about what we should be doing as ADHD business owners and entrepreneurs. And I hear this stuff all the time and I look at it and it just makes me feel really, really sad because if you do it, you're probably going to fail and then you're going to feel really, really bad about yourself. So I hope this has helped. I hope it's helped empower you. I hope it's helped, you know, you to realize that you are absolutely perfect with that ADHD brain. You can build a successful business if you don't listen to some of these so-called experts out there that are not like us. Use your superpower, use your quirks, use your dopamine hits, make money really, really quickly, have fun along the way and get support. So if you've loved this episode, if you can resonate with, with anything that I'm talking about, if you're an ADHD fempreneur, you're wanting to grow your business to six or seven figures, then make sure that you do subscribe to Apple Podcast or to Spotify, whatever you prefer to listen to your, your podcasts on. And if you love my episodes, make sure you give me a five-star rating so I can continue to bring this value to you. And if there's anything that you want me to discuss on any of these uh, podcasts that you want to know as a business owner that's going to help you, make sure you leave a comment and let me know and I might be covering it on another episode. With that in mind, um, I look forward to uh, seeing you on the next episode.